ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact. I'm your boy, Keo Ryan. I'm your host. I'm coming to you live and direct today with my friend, Lamp. Um, if you're tuning in over audio, you can't see what I'm talking about, but I moved apartments. If you're tuning in over video, I appreciate you being here. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. It means more than you know. Man, today's episode, we got some shit to talk about. We got some crazy things to talk about, but I want to preface it with this. We're going to talk a little bit about life. We're going to talk a little bit about love. We're going to talk a little bit about emotions. And we're going to talk about goals and dreams. Me sueños. Um, But before we get into all of that, I want to start off with a question for y'all. And this is my question to you. I peeped this podcast and it had this question I thought was fascinating. And I wrote it down. I was like, dude, I cannot wait to uh, talk to the podcast about this. So here it is. There's a business class. I think it's like a Stanford business class and the professor gives, breaks the students into different groups and gives each group $5 and says, you have two hours to make as much money as possible. And then you are going to have three minutes to come back and present. You have a three minute slot to present to the class. And these are Stanford business students. And so what I would assume what I would do is take that $5 and then you try to like, uh, and what the, um, in the podcast, the, the interviewers kind of setting it up saying a lot of times people then would take that $5 and then want to like buy startup materials or like maybe like, th- like talk about going to Vegas and like betting it all on something. But it, other ways to think about it that you have this $5, but that that $5 is actually a bit of a red herring and that some of the best, some of the best students would then say, okay, let's pretend that we actually start from scratch and then would leverage, because it's, because you have the $5, you assume you need to use it or flip the $5, but that's not in the, that's not necessarily part of the equation. But then, so they, what some students would do was they would buy reservations, excuse me, they would make reservations at fancy restaurants and then sell those reservations so they could make like a couple hundred bucks in the two hours, which was pretty dope. Didn't even touch the $5. But the best students thought about all of the elements that they could leverage and they actually took their three minute presentation time slot and sold that to different companies that wanted to hire business students. So they sold those, that three minute time slot to companies for like $600 that were looking to hire Stanford business students. And I just thought that was such a cool project and such a cool analogy because I find myself so often getting caught up in that feeling like I need to use that $5 or feeling like this kind of trajectory or process that feels very linear in a way. And instead really trying to take a step back, think about things differently. What can I do to switch things up? What can I constantly do to re-innovate, like be different and not necessarily be different in total, but just different. How can I break out of my normal day-to-day actions? Cause I fall into these same patterns and I realize another one of my favorite quotes, Tim Ferriss quotes is, what actions am I com- what actions do I com- continue to do that make me complicit in keeping me from where I want to go? Pretty much like what am I guilty of that's keeping me from the dreams that I want to live out? And I think about this a lot because I have these different things that I want to do and realize that I'm not going to get there if I just keep doing these same things that don't necessarily get me any progress. And so there's so much that I want to talk to you guys about today. But the first thing that I want to talk to you about before we get to the love and the fun and the sexy stuff is I've been loving making beats out here. It's been really dope. 
but that still in my heart of hearts, I know that I love making music. I love making tunes. I love being my own artist. I'm not trying to just be a producer forever. I mean, I am trying to be a producer forever, but I'm also trying to be my own artist. But building the beat biz um, is really dope and it's a lot of fun, but I still feel like there's this kind of like nagging um, in the back of my mind. And I, but I, I felt kind of lost trying to like figure out how to maneuver on this path. And so recently I signed up for my buddy's growth accelerator. It's a group coaching program. And he had us do this thing called the vivid vision, which I kind of actually want to share with you guys, even though I'm a little bit insecure about it. Cause it's like super ambitious, but it really helped me narrow down and like actually put to paper when someone kicked my ass to like, be like, what do I want out of life in terms of like all these different verticals of health, money, career relationships, um, you know, fun and recreation, all this type of stuff. And when I really boil it down, I can't deny that there's this element of wanting to be an artist that's been eating at me for so long. And it's always there. It's kind of on the periphery of my vision. But because I've tried before and it always hasn't quite worked, that it's been very discouraging, but but still um, feeling like it's not going to go away. It's not something that I can just like let go. I really got to give this thing some more gas. And I feel like I've like, um, kind of half-assed it, but a lot of times I'll make music and it's like actual songs, written songs, sing song, Kia, emotional shit. And it just like lives on my hard drive. I release it, but I don't really push it. There's nothing like that. And so I feel like this is a great time since I'm stuck in quarantine to, I have buddies doing this 30 song, uh, 30 song, 30 day song challenge where they write a song a day. And I was like, dude, what I would love to do is because now my my business with the beats is pretty steady. It's like pretty chill, which is cool. It's not like I'm making a zillion dollars, but it's enough that I can do my thing and still continue to grow it slowly. Um, I'm like, dude, I'd love to kind of participate in something like that. And so I woke up in the middle of the night last night. Super, it sucks, dude. I always get my best like ideas right in the middle of the night so I can't fucking sleep. But uh, I got this idea. I was like, yo, what I want to do is like this quarantine. Maybe it's like the quarantine tapes. So it's every day, at least Monday through Friday, I work on, I make a song, like an actual song with vocals. I don't necessarily produce the beats though, because I've been making beats, but it's sometimes easier for me to write songs if I don't make the beats too, because it's just a lot of energy and a lot of time. So I'm taking Spanish in the mornings. I don't have a ton of time. So I'm thinking of like taking, finding a producer, a different producer every week and making three, four or five tracks with that producer's beats. Because here are a couple of different things. One is I've been wanting to take this time, this quarantine time to also learn something new and vocal mixing is something that I've really been wanting to like dial in, get better at because it's the part that is the hardest for me to outsource because it's the most expensive, it's the most creative control you give up. And when I'm finally professional at this someday, I'll absolutely pay someone. I believe in engineers, but right now, because I don't, I want to be able to move quickly. And it's something that I think is a good skill to have, even when you're in the studio, whatever, just be able to like, even if it's a rough mix, it's not something super professional to be able to mix vocals well enough. So there's a couple things going on here. One is with this growth accelerator program that I'm in with my buddy, my buddy's kind of the coach for it. Uh, you have these kind of like three month, we're working on this three month plan to help us get to this kind of three year plan of this vivid vision. And one of the things that he noticed, he kind of checked me on was that I was like, I want more streams on my Spotify plays. Um, because it's like, I have like 70, which is great. I fuck with all y'all, all y'all 70. You're probably all the people that just watch this podcast too. You're like actually my, 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 my homies, but it's like my mom, both my tias, you know what I mean? My dog. Um, and, but I was like, you know what I In order to, I was talking to my buddy Dave about this the other day in order to really grow that, the numbers, I have to treat the promotional element 
like a professional. And so we were talking about this David um, Pressfield book. He wrote War of Art, which I love about the resistance. He also wrote this other one called Turning Pro. And it's about treating all the elements like a professional. And I really have treated the skill acquisition element like a professional. That's where I can show up. I'm really into learning it. But then because I, the music, because it hasn't worked in the past, I'm a little insecure about it. I'm always insecure about like, here, listen to my stuff. It also feels very like kind of egocentric, which it is admittedly, but, um, something that like I realize is key to the whole shit. Like it, there's this balance between making art that you love. That's true for you, whether it sits on a hard drive and no one hears it, but also this element of like kind of owing it to yourself. And I think to the world that there's a part of me that kind of self soothes by saying, Oh, I just did it for me and that's enough. And that I think that that's also, there's a part of fear that's talking a little bit about that, that kind of helps me rationalize why I don't, why I don't promote it as hard or why I don't put it out there as much. Um, and I think there's an element of being scared of, um, the, the rejections from the past or the, the fact that I didn't really catch in the past, but realize that like that is as much and equally as important as the actual creation of itself as like the elbow grease that you put into making it happen. If you really want to make this dream happen, if it's just a hobby. That's totally fine. But as someone who like talks a lot of talk about having these big dreams, like it's kind of, and not really backing it up with the actual, this whole other piece to it of like actually trying to grow the brand of an artist of being an artist as more of a vocalist, rapper, singer, whatever you want to call it. So I was like, yo, this could be a dope opportunity to one for this growth accelerator. These could be part of my goals. Two, kick my ass to learn mixing more because it'll force me to actually work on this. Three, gives me something to do during quarantine. And another thing that I think has been that I, I kind of want to shoot for is I've been listening to these Tea with Gary V uh, um, podcasts every morning that Gary does because I'm just the biggest Gary V stan. And I was like, yo, it could be cool to have one of the goals be to try to get on his Monday to Monday playlist with these songs because I'm not sure how long we're going to be in quarantine, but it sounds like maybe like a month, maybe two, who knows? But it doesn't have to be forever that I'm making a song a day. Cause I think that's crazy, but I love, I've just been super inspired recently, partially with ladies, which we'll talk about. Um, but then also because the beats I've been making so many beats that I haven't written a ton of songs until lately. I've just been feeling like, I oh, mean, I want to write songs again. And the only way to do it like anything else is a practice thing. And you kind of like beats too. A lot of it's just showing up. And so I think if I want to, it's kind of this perfect storm of kind of like learning how to mix vocals, but then I also have to have vocals to mix. So that's like creating songs. And I've been really, sometimes I get frustrated thinking about making what type of music I want to make as an artist because I love like Anderson Pac funk dance type stuff. I love like Drake trap stuff. I love like the weekend 80s synth pop. And so I'm like, ah, like what's my style? These like stupid existential questions about music and realizing that like Kia, the same with the music production, the, the beats element of it is you almost have to create, you have to test hypothesis. You almost have to create your way into the style and that it doesn't have to be forever. I think we, meaning me, so often get caught up in like, it has to be this one thing. So it's easy to digest and easy to understand as a brand rather than being like, dude, I can be 80 synth pop. I can be a little Drakey. I can be some like Latin trap, weird Kia shit. I can be whatever it is, but that I think this will help me really kind of by having these restrictions of every week, it's a different producer. And every week then it's almost a different style. I can kind of lean into these different styles and try on these kind of different vibes that I'm inspired by and then run with it. And the only way to really feel that out is to test those hypotheses. Cause I have these ideas in my mind, right? That I talk about this all the time. We have these 
ideas that feel very solid in our mind that are either put there by other people or ourselves that we had never test. And for myself to take a dose of my own medicine, realizing like key, like we got to actually try some shit. You feel me? And so I think this would be a dope opportunity. What I want to do is actually just trapping off the iPhone, make like a little mini doc series, like a little, just like, Hey, like this is, and just kind of talk about, I did about a year ago when I was making beats, but actually take it a little bit more seriously, turn this into like a little like quarantine tape series of kind of document this process of every day, finding a new beat think, and then kind of talking maybe a little bit about like what the inspiration is for that song, the direction. And then I'll write and record that song and then mix the vocals and kind of within that process, maybe document a little bit of it and then document that finished product, what happened, what we got finished that day, kind of um, lessons learned along the way, triumphs, failures, all that sort of stuff, and turn it into like a quarantine tapes, like mini documentary that then I post once a week, um, along with, I thought it would be dope to do possibly and like include some uh, input and, for, and perspective on this, so it's not just me making things in a vacuum, is maybe every week I come with like the three, four, five songs and play them to y'all, um, over live or something like that. And you help me choose the best one to be like, yo key, like we have a little mini listening party once a week. And you're like, yo key, I, this is one I like the most. This is the one that you should pitch to Gary. And like I pitch to Gary once a week, or like I find Spotify playlist to pitch to or something like that. So I kind of create during the week. We have a little like powwow sesh during the weekend. And it kind of helps me figure out like where, who, what songs are good, what you guys like, what you don't fuck with, whether it was a hit or a miss, that sort of thing. Kind of documenting the whole process on trying to get onto like this Monday to Monday playlist or maybe another playlist, something like that. So that is kind of key in a nutshell where I'm at with the music side of things. This project, I'm going to really jump into this hard. I want to start posting things more. Um, really trying to document this process of this song a day challenge because I've gotten super inspired by it and I think it'll be really hard to keep that inspiration but definitely doable because I don't I can't control the creative inspiration but I can control my discipline and I, as a part robot I think that the effort is the one thing that I've always believed in as the one part that I actually do have full control over so I think whether the songs are good whether they're absolute trash it's like every day follow through finish this bitch and then having the element of the social component with you guys then a little bit more like kind of accountability i think will be helpful too so that's kind of in a nutshell what i'm thinking i i wrote one today um it's tuesday so i'm a day late already but since i just thought of it last night i'm already getting after it so every day i'm gonna have um hopefully a new song and then i'll, I'll hopefully show them to you guys i'm gonna mix them myself obviously because i'm trying to learn mixing so they're gonna be a little bit rough mixes but um Hopefully I can hone them in, the ones that I really like over the weekends. Excuse me, but I want to talk to you about a couple things that have been going on in life that have got me inspired why I'm even thinking about this. And one is um, because of the quarantine, um, the business has been doing really well, surprisingly, with the online courses. And it's the most I've ever made from the courses, which is super dope. It's like a pretty dope dream life because it's like I've – making money doing what I love, which is the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. But it's still not totally content. It feels like there's that missing piece. And there's that feeling of like wanting to be an artist that I think will always gnaw at me unless I continue to kind of feed it and fuel it. And it's hard for me to kind of ignore it. And the older I get, the more it seems to kind of like just slip away. And so I'm like, dude, I'm going to be 29 soon. It's weird to be fucking, you know, trying to be a rapper at 30, but fuck it. That's my life. So we're going for it. Um, 
And so I'm like, dude, like the, the key is the, the only way to get better and to overcome that is to do it, is to practice it. So that's kind of where I'm at and realize that with the business stuff, with the beats, if I really dial it in, like what I'd want my dream life to be, it's not to run this online business for production forever. I want that to be a piece. I think that's super dope. I'm always going to love making beats, but to also be able to like write songs and express myself in that way, um, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't important to me. And so gonna give that a little bit more love jumping into this thing heavy um and one thing that inspired those songs is because i'm in mexico these mexican ladies got me inspired so i wanted to give you a little update on where i'm at with my heart um mi corazón is there was i think i've told y'all before we talked about this there was the girl that i fell head over heels for and then got rejected by probably over a month ago and then on the side, I started seeing another dope Mexican lady, um, and that was one. Again, you gotta shoot for, you gotta have a product market fit. And so I think this this one, I she actually liked me. What a concept! And so it's been really cool hanging with her the last few weeks. Well, like every week, um, well spend a night and like she'll teach me like how to cook tacos or like we got slayudas which are like this mexican food this still mexican food which i got a little bit of food poisoning from <laughs> no big deal um she nursed me back to health so that was kind of cool not planned but um a little bit of uh some corn it's like quarantine date night so it's just like learning how to cook stuff but she's been super cool um also has been really telling kind of in the sense of like language, the whole language thing, I, I like offend her sometimes by accident. So kind of like trying to figure out like sense of humor and all that sort of stuff. And that's so nuanced with the language and which is cool because it helps me really practice my Spanish and she speaks a little bit of English, but it's, it's still, it's not at the level where it's super fluent. So like that has kind of been interesting, kind of forced me to use my Spanish and also really taking into account different phrases, the way I even talk, the way I think about shit in Spanish is totally different. So that's been cool. Good news is fell in love real fast again. Dope, typical Kia shit. Bad news is she lives in Mexico City, so she's moving back to Mexico City soon. And so it's been this cool kind of like roller coaster of like rejection and then falling for a lady again and then leaving again, which is all part of the game, right? That's uh, that's part of the nomad life. But because of that, because I am just an emotional guy, like super inspired by these um, feelings, all of them, good, bad, and the ugly. And so really wanting to document those feelings and capture this, these moments in music with songs, because that's kind of how I process everything. It's how I always think about, you know, everything in life is content and thinking about it, um, as using this as kind of ammunition and material for good music. So things are going overall really well. I mean, it's quarantine, but life hasn't changed that much for Kia, except it's been super inspired. I realized like, this is a moment where I'm trapped inside. I'm trapped not trap traps a bad word, but I'm really forced to kind of buckle down, be creative. How can I capitalize on this time the most? And I think because everyone is kind of stuck at home, I don't feel like that pressure to necessarily, I don't have to be going out and about doing all that type of bullshit. So I feel like this is a good opportunity to really kind of dig in and just see where this goes. Like who knows if it's 30 days, we're in quarantine for 60 days, but, um, trying to really dig into that side of me that feels a little bit, left behind or like a little bit empty that hasn't been fulfilled as, as, as far as my own artistic vision. And so I appreciate you guys who have been supporting me this whole time. They've kind of been listening in, listening to these crazy therapy sessions with ladies, with beats, with the online business. Really cool to be able to see the online business starting to take off, but at the same time realize that 
this is a part of me that's important and I want to follow it and really dig in. So a lot of the next content you guys will be seeing from me uh, over the next few weeks will be all about kind of music that I'm making, but I'm still making beats. Obviously, I'm still going to be working on the course. If you want to learn music production, hit get at me. But a lot of this is going to be focused around songs, um, shitty songs, good songs, sexy songs, rap songs, emotional songs, all types of stuff. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Wanted to give you a fair warning. Thank you for tuning in. As always, your check is in the mail. I appreciate you more than you motherfucking know. Check you in the next one. Peace.